Hello and welcome to the United on Wheels podcast. I am your host, Paul Amadeus Lane. So happy to have you on this edition of the show. Happy 75th anniversary. We have been celebrating that all year long here at the United Spinal Association. And don't forget to go to our website, unitedspinal.org. Check out all the resources. Check out all the amazing stories. Uh, that's one of the coolest websites out there. I suggest everyone go and check that out. Wishing you safety, you and your family during these times. Hopefully we can continue to turn that corner. We can, if we continue to stay safe and we continue to stay, stay well and not take unnecessary risks. And thinking about the 75 years that the United Spinal Association has been in existence, there are some amazing different chapters out there, amazing components of the United Spinal Association. And one of those components we're going to highlight on this edition of United on Wheels, and that is Vets First. That program that United Spinal has is invaluable when it comes to vets out there, in particular vets with disabilities to make sure that they're getting what they deserve. And my two guests that I have on are so integral to educating vets and bringing hope to not only them, but their families. Why don't we welcome them on? United. I'm doing great, Paul, and yourself? Doing fantastic, doing fantastic. And Johnny, how are you? So um, I'm doing, I'm doing great. Also, uh, Paul, uh, I'm I'm glad to be here. Um, first go around for me, so I'm excited. Awesome. Well, I promise all the rumors you heard about me are false. So okay, just, just, just <laughs> even they were, even if they were all good. Well, the good ones we can keep. The bad ones we got to get <laughs> rid of. Though. And and I'm so glad I have you guys on because I, I mentioned this in the intro of the show, uh, just about how uh, this. Uh, wing of United Spinal and doing some great things for, for veterans out there. We definitely want to make sure to get the word out about all the great things that you guys do. Thank you both so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. All right, Tina. So the first question is for you. Now, when we look at the, the Vets First history and that program of United Spinal, what does it really focus on? And when was it like created, if you don't mind sharing that with us? Okay, thank you, Paul, for the opportunity for me to talk about the great work that Vets First does for our nation's veterans and their family members. First, I'm going to give you a little bit of history about United Spinal Association slash Vets First. The organization um, has been in existence for 75 years. We were formerly called uh, Eastern Paralyzed Veterans of America, and we assist veterans in obtaining benefits from the VA. In 1946, a group of paralyzed veterans, they protested in New York City for the rights and benefits that they were entitled to. When they returned home from World War II, they learned that there were no resources, there were um, lack of proper, proper health care, work, et cetera, for a veteran who had a spinal cord injury. And their actions, it was spark a movement and the foundation 
of a veterans advocacy group called Paralyzed Veterans of Association, which was chartered by Congress. The Eastern Paralyzed Veterans Association was born uh, as a chapter of PVA until 2003, when we broke ranks with uh, Paralyzed Veterans of America to become our own veteran service organization called United Spinal Association. In 2007, Vets, uh, United Spinal Association, it created my department, which is called Vets First. Um, it's a program of United uh, Spinal Association where we assist, again, members and other veterans um, for benefits with the VA. Vets First, we are a 501c not-for-profit organization that was created for the sole and express purpose of providing financial support for United Spinal's uh, Vets First program. And what started as a veterans program for spinal cord injuries later became an organization that helps all generations of veterans. At Vets First, we advocate nationally for all generations of veterans, including individuals living with post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, TBI, military sexual trauma, et cetera, as well as providing assistance to their spouses, dependents, survivors, and other eligible family members. Our Vets First program, we were, um, again, we are a national service organization chartered by Congress to provide free assistance to all veterans and to meet the special needs of veterans with spinal cord injuries or disease. Again, our primary function is to assist veterans with the preparation and presentation of claims for disability before the Department of Veterans Affairs. And if you wanna read more about United Spinal and Vets First history and our 75 years of serving veterans, you can visit our website at www.unitedspinal.org or www.vetsfirst.org. Wow, I love that, uh, Tina. And when I look at all that has been accomplished uh, with Vets First, uh, with United Spinal Association, I had no idea this existed until, until recently. So I'm glad we're having this discussion so ones can see um, what's out there primarily uh, for vets out there. And this is a truly an amazing thing um, that you guys are able to do and accomplish. And when we look at uh, one person in particular, uh, mm -hmm. James J. Peters. Yes. And when I mentioned that name, uh, no doubt many, many veterans uh, know that name. Uh, many uh, people who uh, know him, saw him in magazines and, and everything. So why don't you share uh, just uh, I think something about, about James J. Peters and and just the era that he had accomplished through uh, veterans and also uh, this uh, department. Okay, may he rest in peace. I started working for United Spinal Vets First, Vets First Program in 1999, and it was under the leadership of Mr. James J. Peters. And under his leadership, we helped improve the quality of healthcare for veterans at the VA medical centers, particularly the one in the Bronx called, at that time it was called the Bronx VA Medical Center. And in 1970, Mr. Peters, he persuaded Life Magazine to publish a story about the appalling conditions at the Bronx VA Medical Center, uh, where Vietnam veterans who, had, who came home and they had spinal cord injuries and they went to this uh, VA facility. And after the story broke 
in Life Magazine, the Bronx VA Hospital, what they did is they demolished and they rebuilt the hospital from the ground up to better care for spinal cord injuries slash disordered um, veterans. In 2005, the Bronx, they renamed the hospital in honor of Mr. Peters, where it now specializes in SCI care and recovery. And to date, the VA, it has the largest system of care for veterans with spinal cord injuries and disorder in the United States. There's currently 25 spinal cord injuries and uh, disorder centers located throughout the country. And the mission of the Spinal Cord Center is to support, promote, and maintain the health, independence, quality of life, and productivity of veterans living with spinal cord injuries or disorder. And lastly, Vets First, we continue this important work that Mr. Peters started to uphold the values, the um, objectives, and the mission needing for, needed for our nation's veterans no matter when or where they served. You know, I, I definitely feel uh, his impact even here in, uh, in California. My dad, he's a, he's a vet. And okay. uh, whenever we, we take him to the VA here in Loma Linda, I, I notice uh, not only do they have uh, handicap parking, but they also have spinal cord injury parking. So yes. his, his legacy is, is felt even today with some Correct. of the changes that were that were enacted in, in everything. And, and uh, if we were to, to look at the, the main focus or the main work of Vets First in the program, um, let, let's talk briefly about how it supports not only vets, but, but also family members uh, as well, because family members are so important in the lives of veterans. And you mind sharing that with us, please? Yes, uh, what we do is we ensure that all veterans and their eligible family members, that they have access to quality VA healthcare and that they get the monetary benefits that they're entitled to from the VA, as well as educational benefits, employment, um, legislative um, advocacy, et cetera. And we do this again by providing free professional assistance to the veterans and their family members in obtaining the benefits and services that they've earned through their military service. We offer an online portal called Ask ASK Vets First where we answer VA-related questions. And on average, we receive over 1,700 inquiries a year. And this is both within the United States and abroad. And we respond to those inquiries within 72 hours, providing we're not away at training or if it's not a long weekend. So we lead the way in advocating for veterans living with disability and we ensure they achieve the independence and the highest quality of care. And over the years, we have won hundreds of benefits for veterans and their eligible family members. And, and Tina, I know because of HIPAA regulations, we can't mention anyone's by name or things like that, but how does it make you feel and also the team, were you able to, to provide the support to to vets and family, that, that has to feel uh, personally gratifying to, to meet this need. It is, and I one that one that I can speak about. Um, and I'll I, whenever I have a, a meeting or something, or I have to do a presentation, I always bring up this case. I again, I started in 1999, and the first case that I was giving uh, given was this veteran who was in uh, in the Navy, and he had a uh, a disability that 
first manifest itself in the military. And then the VA said, no, it didn't. So that case went on for almost nine years and the veteran, he waited patiently because most veterans, they're just gonna give up you know, after so many years because they don't wanna keep doing the fight. But this gentleman, he, he hung in there and we were able to get the benefits that he so well deserved. And that benefit that he received was over 500 and some thousand dollars. That was the biggest retro that I have ever received for a veteran. At, you know, in one lump sum. So he got his 100%. Um, he, we, we were able to get his home um, accessible for him because he got the grant to get the home accessible. He was able to get a vehicle that the, uh, that the, um, that the VA pretty much paid for. Um, so that way he can get to and from his VA appointment. So that, uh, that, uh, that claim, it always sticks to me, you know. See, that's what I'm talking about. And imagine if, if this wing of United Spinal um, did not exist. Uh, God forbid what what would happen to this to this fine gentleman and trying Correct. to get, Absolutely. get taken care of. And uh, those are some great stories, Tina. Thank you for sharing it out. Let's mm -hmm. talk about, you know, because this is real life. Um, there's challenges um, that vets face uh, with VA benefits and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. What do you guys step in to to help people to to make sure again, like the story we just talked about you know, becomes a reality. Okay, well, I would say that some of the challenges that vets face with VA benefits, to me, the first one that I could think of would be access, access, access to um, cost-free VA healthcare, because it's a challenge, you know, it's, it's not really a challenge for a veteran who's in receipt of uh, monetary benefits, because the VA, by law, if a veteran is service-connected, for example, say for uh, PTSD, and the VA, they have to treat that veteran cost-free for that, um, for that uh, condition, okay? So I would say the a challenge would be for veterans who, are, who don't receive a monetary benefit from the VA. So therefore, they may not be entitled to health care. And what the VA does is they use a, well, what's called a um, priority group. Priority groups can go from priority group one, which being the highest, to priority group eight. And priority group one, a veteran, you, they have to be rated 50% or higher, and they're the first one to get health care at the VA. If you're in group eight, you're at the lowest, which means that you don't have a service-connected condition. And in order for to, to get into the VA healthcare system, you have to meet the income limit, which is set by Congress every year. Um, the number of veterans who can enroll in VA healthcare, again, is determined by Congress every year. And since funds are so limited, again, the VA, they set up these priority groups to make sure that certain groups of better, veterans are able to get, the, uh, to get enrolled into the VA healthcare. Another challenge that we see so much is veterans, um, they don't want to file a claim because they've heard stories from other veterans say, the VA, the only thing they're gonna do is deny, deny, deny. And veterans, they don't know that they can appeal any VA decision if they're not happy with that decision. A challenge for them may be that they don't even know how to start the appeals process or where to begin. Um, challenges would, could be veterans who suffer from more than one health condition such as PTSD, depression, military sexual trauma, substance abuse, et cetera. 
they have a challenge in navigating the VA system because most of them are afraid to apply for benefits or speak out about their disability due to the stigma in today's society for individuals who have mental health issues, okay? Also, uh, for, for example, we represent in Philadelphia veterans who are, who are firefighters, uh, police, policemen, are, they, and we also have an individual who works for the Secret Service. So these individuals, they don't want to file a claim for PTSD due to their military service, but their experience in the military, because they are afraid that their employers may um, terminate them if they find out that they have this uh, mental condition. We all know that the employees can't do that because that's discrimination. But again, veterans, it's so hard for us to get through to veterans and say, you know, that's your right, you know, um, but you are, you, you are entitled to this benefit for the experience that you, um, you know, that you saw in the military. So therefore you can file a claim for PTSD and your employer, they can't, um, they, they can't uh, terminate you. Again, um, many veterans, they've heard stories again about the VA, you know, that they want to deny. So like I said, again, they don't want to file a claim for benefits. Um, some veterans, they feel that they've been out the military for too long, for so many years, like 40 plus years. So therefore they feel that they aren't, in, that they can't file a claim. Or some may feel that, well, I didn't get hurt in the military, so therefore, uh, I'm not really considered a veteran, so I can't file for benefits. Um, some veterans, they lack the education to actually, you know, sit down and fill out an application because some of these veterans, especially like back in the Vietnam era, they were drafted into the military. And some of the veterans like myself, I came straight into the military after I finished high school. So I had no other, no other education besides my high school education. So as a matter of fact, I am working with a veteran. I just, uh, he, he was referred to me um, yesterday and he's from Richmond, California. He was in Vietnam, have never filed a claim. He didn't think he could file a claim. So I'm working with him now to file a claim for his PTSD, what he experienced in, in Vietnam and for a heart condition because the VA says that if you have a heart condition and you were in Vietnam, then it's presumed that that heart condition is linked to the Agent Orange that they use in Vietnam. Um, because we know that navigating the resources available to veterans can be confusing and challenging, therefore, vets first, we believe that no veteran should have to go at it alone. And again, we provide free assistance. I keep saying we provide free assistance because I want individuals to know because there are some law offices out there that they take a portion of the veterans uh, benefits uh, once they get, I mean, of, of their retro, once they get their benefits granted. But we provide free assistance to all veterans and their family members. And lastly, vets first, we continue to assist veterans in connecting with the healthcare the employment, the education, and financial benefits that they deserve. Uh, we are small, but a mighty credited service organization. I love and it. I, I just want to thank you again, Paul, for you know hosting us today, having us come here to speak about our program, what we do for veterans and their family members. Now we appreciate appreciate having you. And 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 Johnny, a um, few questions for you as well. 
Um, you know, you look at just the, the gratifying um, just nature of, of this business um, and also this organization. Um, what are some more uh, VA benefits that uh, veterans are not aware of? Maybe you can speak truth to that for us, please, if you don't mind. Uh, well, Paul, um, first, let me say thank you for giving me the opportunity to be here um, and, and conduct this. Um, there are a number of uh, VA benefits that veterans do not have a clue about. Um, and as Tina uh, said earlier, um, access, access, access. Um, we, we're, we're working hard to, to get the word out about benefits that they don't get. And I, I'm just gonna talk about six of them. Um, I could talk about 16, um, we had time. Um, <laughs> And one 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 that's 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 strongest and, and near and dear to me is the uh, VA caregiver program or the uh, program of comprehensive comprehensive assistance for family caregivers. And uh, this is where a veteran that needs care from another person, that person can get compensated for caring for that veteran. And the veteran can assign uh, up, up, to, up to three and, and that's about the uh, primary and the secondary. And not, not only uh, can they get a stipend for uh, taking care of the veteran, they can also get healthcare themselves uh, through, through, through the VA. And it's, it's, a, it's, it's a program that's geared to let if, if 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 a veteran is in is in the home and his wife is taking care of him and she so because she's caring for him she can't go to she can't hold down a job well we're 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 gonna we're gonna pay her for uh, taking care of him and it doesn't it doesn't have to be a wife it can be a it can be anybody that you that you want to sign a cousin niece aunt brother sister um so we, we're and and what they need to do is just be able to take care of what the veteran need done, um, everyday personal needs, feeding, bathing, dressing, and if and when a, when a veteran qualifies for that program, the, the VA medical center goes out and asks, do you want us to send someone there to take care of you, or do you have someone who you would like to take care of you? And they'll they'll train that person and qualify that person, and it. I haven't met a person yet that really does not like it. I, I, it so it's 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 as I, I feel it's an important program. Should it and it's it's fairly new. Should uh, have should have been around forever, but better late than never, I say. Um, so uh, uh, I'm gonna move on to another program, and that's the uh, HUD Vash program. And this is this is the HUD stands for Housing and Ur Urban Development, and the, the VASH is the VA's program for Veterans Housing Assistance. And what they do is they give vouchers. They combine them. They combine a HUD uh, voucher with a, a VA HUD VASH voucher to give homes to homeless veterans and and their families. Um, the, the managers connect with the with the veterans that's homeless 
And actually, actually, it's no long drawn out thing. They just take care of, they get homeless veterans off the street and they put them in permanent housing. You know, it's not just a, an apartment complex that you go and stay there for eight or nine months or whatever, and then you back out on your own. Um, and that's, again, that's, that's handled through the VA Medical Center. Uh, if, if someone wants to call, if the, the number is easy. It's 1-877-4A-VET. And keeping in line with, with housing and caregiver program, another thing is the VA home loan refinancing program that a lot of people do not, a lot of veterans do not know about. And, it, it, and number one, if you're homeless, you're not gonna get letters in the mail saying, we can, we can refinance your house. Um, and, and what the, uh, it's called a RRL, which is Interest Rate Reduction Refinance Loan. And they basically lower your, your, your percentage on, on, on your house. Uh, it has to be a VA home loan, and you have to currently live in it. And, and that's, that's all the requirements are. A uh, few, a few little credit things here and there, but they work with you like, like nothing I've ever seen. Um, it's just phenomenal. And then once you, once you got your caregiver and you got your house, with your hood bed voucher and you and you didn't refinance to a lower interest rate, then if you got certain disabilities, which preclude you from getting around your house or getting into your house or, or leaving your house to go to a medical appointment and everything, then here it is. We got the home improvement and structure alter, alteration hits it. So where they alter your home for you to be able to get in, get out, Go upstairs, come downstairs. Your your your, your bathtub turns into a shower. Well, you can go in with your with your with your wheelchair. Just every every, every just everything you need done is is the the v, the VA planned this carefully. But I don't think they planned on how they gonna get how they to get the word out to everybody. So and 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 myself and Tina, we push it. We push it. We we you know we we still veteran and he qualified with this. I, I hear her in her office and she hear me in my office and we're, and we'll be with a client and I'll say something and the kid say, well, don't forget to say this, you know, and it's just, it's, it's, it's our working relationship because we're, we're, we both from places in the world where we just want to do good, you know, uh, just, just want to help everybody. And, and the, the hits of amounts are, are not little bitty amounts, you know, they're, Almost seven thousand dollars just to just just for you to get your get your uh get your house right <laughs> just for you to get your house right um and and another program is a special adaptive housing grant um which if you're not able to get the 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 hits you can ask for the special adaptive housing Nantina at any time. You can you can interject on this. Um, I, I know I see it on your face that you you want to you want to add because you get everything. So Johnny said she can't help herself, right? She about to, about to say <laughs> <something> right. <laughs> and, and and here again, there's there's 
there's qualifying factors, but mm -hmm. they're they're not all that all that like stimulating because you you already there, and all you have to do is apply. You know, all you all you have to do is apply, and so that's that's the HISA and the SAH, special adaptive housing. And you got your loan, you got your house, you got your caregiver, you got you know you got your, your house adapted. And you got your home improvements. You next, you're gonna to want to get veterans mortgage life insurance, which, <laughs> if you have enough uh, service-connected disabilities, the uh, the VA will will give you give you a mortgage insurance policy on your house, which pays your house off so your your significant other won't, won't have anything to worry about um but you there again you have to have a severe go ahead tina okay i just want to put in a little bit about the special adapted housing grant because um the special adapted housing grant we used to do that uh, that, that grant a lot because when we first started as an organization the only veterans that we um pretty much dealt with was individuals who uh, had spinal cord injuries or, or, or disorders. So therefore we put in a lot of claims for special adapted housing. And to get that grant, you have to have loss of use of two or more extremities. Uh, you have to have severe burns. And I think they're gonna add blindness on there also. So as he mentioned, the special adapted housing grant is only for individuals, like I said, who have, they have to, they meet, they have to meet the requirements. And that grant could be up to a hundred and some thousand dollars to make your home accessible. So if the veteran is doesn't want to use the grant to make his home accessible, if their home is already accessible, then they can use that grant to pay off uh, their remaining uh, mortgage up to a certain amount. Okay. I used the grant for a veteran. His house was totally accessible. Mm -hmm but he needed a backup generator because up north where we live, the lights pretty much goes out a lot during the winter months when it's bad weather. So I fought with the VA, fought with the VA, and we finally was able to use that grant to get the veteran a backup generator, okay? I've had veterans to use that special adapted housing grant to put elevators in their homes because um, we didn't really believe in stair glides because individuals who have spinal cord injuries, if they get on the stair glides and they start to have spasm or whatnot, we felt that that, that that stair glide wasn't safe. So therefore, we would encourage the VA to put in an elevator instead. Okay, Johnny, back to you. Well, well, Paul, that, 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 was, that was it. That was the six programs I wanted to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I, I love it. I love it. No, but the Johnny, um, you know, kind of like what I what I asked um, uh, Tina during this interview too about the gratifying part of being able to help help people out because think about it, if you guys were not in your positions and having that that hustle that that desire that that passion to help ones out, I mean, think about how many would not be helped out, Johnny. How does that make you feel that you guys are able to help them out? Mm. Well, Paul, that, that that's that's what makes the job worth it. That's that's what that's what makes getting up in the morning. Uh, we we set our appointments, um, and we get 
the actual notification letter that the VA is going to send out to, to the veteran or the, the widow or whatever before they get it. Um, and we like to call them. And if they're close by, we'll call them in the office and say, I got, I got some news for you. We, we, we got you approved for you're going to get $4,000 a month for the rest of your life. Uh, and because you put the claim in three years ago, in a couple of days, we're going to send you a retroactive check for $43,000. And they're going to, they just look and, and it, it, they want to, they want to bake cakes and, and pies and cookies and, and, well, I got to give you something. I say, no, you just, you just did. You gave me everything I'm working here for. Cause I can go get a job somewhere else. You gave me everything I'm working here for is, is to take care of my fellow veterans that didn't, that signed a piece of paper saying I'm gonna give my life and my limb for this country. And that's what they did. And a lot of them gave their life, a lot of them gave their limbs. So I want to see them get exactly what's coming to them. I'm not one, I'm not trying to put the government on the hook, no, none of that type of stuff. But there, there's a there's a set of rules and there's a set of regulations and there's a set of standards that they already set for us. And we're just gonna make sure that every veteran that comes across our desk get what's already entitled to them. And, you know, you and Tina both used the word when you guys were, were talking, fight with the VA, fight with the VA. It is, yeah. it just, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's heartbreaking that, that, that you all have to fight to give one's benefits that, that they deserve. You know, they kind of like how you said, Johnny, uh, and I'm not going to put anybody on blast or anything, but it, it's just, it's just mind boggling that, you know, the willingness to, to say, come on. You know, we're gonna take care of you, but when it comes time, push come to shove, sometimes it's they have to they have to fight for what they rightfully deserve, and it's it's, it's heartbreaking sometimes. Um, well, 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 see, Paul, there's there's a, a, a another misconception other than the VA is just gonna disapprove my claim, and that misconception is that the VA looks to disapprove your claim first. That's not true, and I'm gonna use this form as a, as a way to get that out. Uh, that's not true. The VA actually looks to approve your claim unless they can't. Mm -hmm. So it's our job to make sure they have what they need to approve your claim. And I want veterans to understand wherever it is, the VA is not denying your claim. You're, if you got a VSO or if you got an attorney and the VA denies your claim, it, it's denied because you didn't give them what they needed Correct. to approve. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm glad so you. Let's get that clear. Absolutely, you know? glad you glad you cleared it up, Johnny. And as we as we wrap this up, um, question Johnny about the program growing in the future. What what would you like to see accomplished with with the program? More streamlined effect, easier process. What if Johnny had, um, you know, control over everything? What would you like to see? Oh, uh, definitely a more streamlined type of situation. But that goes back to you can you can you can you can make the process as short as you want. But if you don't have the evidence to prove your case, um, and 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 they're doing good. They they just brought back 
the disability benefits questionnaires, which they finally figured out that, hey, okay, well, we maybe made a mistake with taking these things down, because uh, that streamlines the process a lot. Um, it, and it, 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 the more information that, that gets out, this, this thing is gonna, is gonna vest first, number one, is, which is the program of the United Spinal Association. Let's not forget that. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna grow like, like a tree in the, in, in the, well, flowers in the springtime. Because with, with, with what we're doing here right now today and with social media and just everything that the VA is going virtual uh, and we're going virtual with them, uh, more people are gonna hear. Now, my 17 we, we just recently started going back into the office a couple of days a week. For the last year, we been working from home, but word got out that we were still open for business. Mm -hmm. And people found us, whether it be library, laundromat, grocery <laughs> store, the local post. Train station. Hey, I heard you, you know, and, and, and we go from there, you know, carry a stack of cards. I'm going to call tomorrow, you know, and, and we go from then. So I know that, that more veterans are becoming aware, if if not from word of mouth, from, from, from social media, that there's benefits out there for them to get. And they just need to make the connection with the right people to get them. That's good. And Tina, you want to add to that? No, Johnny summed it up great. All right. I kind of figured that because Johnny didn't see that look you gave him last time. So <laughs> Johnny knew everything was all good, but 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 thank you. Thank you both for being on United on, on Will's uh, podcast and sharing this very information about vets out there and benefits and clearing up some misconceptions. And and we appreciate all, all that you both do. And uh, Tina, you want to give that that information out again, how ones can can uh, find out more information on the website? Website is www.unitedspinal dot org and www.vetsfirst.org vetsfirst.org or if you don't have access to a computer then you can contact us at 1-800-404-2898 uh, my extension is 7731 mr parker's extension is 7732 Awesome. Well, thank you both so much and looking forward to catching up with you both real soon. And we can talk about some more of those, those victories and success stories that you guys are, are doing out there. Oh, definitely. Paul. Thank you so much. I look forward to it, Paul. Love chatting with Johnny and, and Tina. Uh, some amazing folks. Vets first. Make sure you definitely check that out and make sure you go to unitedspinal.org and check out the website. A lot of great things there. You can find out more about Vets First there. And a lot of things that can not only make your life easier, but your caregivers and your family life easier as well. So we look forward to talking to you guys next time here on United on Wheels. I'm your host, Paul Amadeus Lane. You can always connect with me, paulamadeuslane.com. Take care, folks. <laughs>